Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. So Odie was um, attacking, I could only say, the pretty girl in the midget room today. Oh my god. All I hear, I'm in our room, and all I hear is, like over and over and over again. And he has the most retarded sounding bark. <laughs> he doesn't bark, he woofs. But then he goes, he goes, woof, 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 woof. But it's higher pitched than that. And now he's come running over to he's find out why he's coming to say, why are you wolfing at me? Hi, buddy. But then, anyway. so I yell at him because he's being annoying. And he comes, like, smiling into our bedroom from, from the other bedroom. And I'm like, all right, dude, what are you up to in there? That's funny. Uh, I can see that, dude. And then, like, then he toddles back into the into the other bedroom and... Now you can tell them what it looks so, like. So then I walk. I'm tired of listening to him bark. So I tell Yogi. I literally look at Yogi and I go, you stay here. I'm going to go tell Albino to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so I affectionately call him Al, first name, last name, Bino. It's an affectionate name because he's different. And he's and an albino. Like, and I actually like that part about him, that he's different. It's like the weirdest, it's the weirdest thing, but the most almost exhilarating thing when he looks you straight in the eyes, because he, he doesn't just have the lighter eyes, his skin color around his eyes, like Yogi's there is black. Yeah. It's a dark color. His is pink, like, like bright pink. And then there's those eyes just staring back at you. He's so unique. I love it. That's why I call him Al. Last name. Bino. He's the world's cutest gremlin. He is. He's cute. He's very cute. He's got interesting mannerisms that make him very entertaining. But and and you mean was, like right now where he's hunting the yog dog while the yog yes. dog eats? And I was listening to the episode we put out. I think it was one forty-one about um, yogis and neuroses. Yeah. We could do another episode about Odie because he's got more neuroses, in my opinion, than Yogi does. And he's so interesting because of it. And then we could do one about your cat's neuroses because she has the most She has more than the two of them combined. It might take two episodes for her. Like, she's panthering past them right now because she's so terrified one of them might look at her. Yeah, so she's just, I'm so big. Then she goes up to Yogi and gives him a little sniff and a kiss on the side. The heck is wrong with her? Ah, she's a freak. She loves her brother Yogi, though. But, but he he was he had the Mitchell must have brought one of the we kept the old couch we kept some of the cushions in the case, ones that didn't have too much case, cheese yeah, on in them. case one of the midgets wanted to like lay out here and it's worked out pretty well like Mitchell's actually slept on the cushions once he or twice and it was super super hot he turns it into a bed but anyway he had one in the other in his bedroom and they were gone now they were heading back to mom's and. Odie was on the cushion, and Pretty Girl was, like, behind the cushion, but before the trash can in the corner of the bed. 
She was right there. So she's basically up against a wall in the bed. So she's cornered. And he's going, roar, 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 and he's just going off on her and going off on her. But he's not getting close because he's smart. He knows better. And I'm thinking to myself, the longer this takes, the more she's going to destroy you. So while, yes, you're being smart, the smartest would be if you're going to go at her, do it quickly. And if you're not, stop acting like it quickly. Both of those things need to happen. You can't push it for too long or she's going to get venomously pissed. <laughs> okay? And that's what she does. because she's, she's a little vindictive. She's a fighter. She's a street cat. She's a street cat. So she's going to get her revenge. Well, Odie over there was determined that he was going to get her. But he, he was going to take his time about it. So finally, when he went to get her, I was impressed. She double papad him, one paw first and the other paw twice. So he got three papas, no claws. She didn't bring her claws out. So she basically said, look, I'm going to give you the mother of all warnings. Like you're getting triple hit and that's your warning. Next time I'm going to triple hit you, but my claws are going to be out. Right. That was the message she sent him because he backed off fast. Like she, she was like, pow, pow, pow. And he was like, whoa, okay. Uh, and he came, like you said, with that smile on his face. Like, oh, yeah, here I am. <laughs> I love it. And then so he, goofy. Yeah, he came into the bedroom, and then the pretty girl cruised out and came out here. Yeah. So he she took wasn't cornered anymore. Yeah, it was funny. You watch, now they'll be best friends, because she finally popped him one. Or three. She gave him, she gave him a couple of good ones, too. I'm surprised he doesn't have paw prints on his face from that. Holy hell. Yeah, she's vicious. But that leads, you know, talking about loud... Odie was pretty dang loud. But you want to talk about loud. So. (coughs) (coughs) We went to dinner at Chili's. Chili's. Please don't sue us. Thank you. Um, We went to dinner at Chili's. And there was these three ladies. They were all three over the age of 30. I think one of them was over the age of 40. Would you agree with that assessment? Um, I can only see two of them from the back. But the one I could see from the front looked to be about 35. There you go. Close enough to 40. Yep. So, they were loud as if they were out on a Friday night at a bar. They were so loud. I could tell you... Which one had had a boyfriend recently and broke up with it? I could tell you what the one did yesterday, and I could tell you what the other one did all weekend long because she detailed her entire weekend's plans. Okay, right. I could tell you this stuff. I couldn't give you much detail because I didn't give a lot of detail, but I shouldn't know any of that. I don't know those three women. Yeah, I really could have gone my entire life without and I can, tackling in and, my ear. And I can guarantee you that they don't know anything. About what we were talking about. Right, because when you go to a restaurant, you don't scream at the top of your fucking lungs. So these ladies were there, and like like I said, they're 30 to 40. Definitely not below 30. And they and were if they, so... If they are, they should get less sun. Yeah. <laughs> they were so loud and cackling laughter. And it's like... I don't know why. Part of me would have should it feels like I should have just tapped them on the shoulder and like Deborah said to me and just say, "Hey, I'm glad you're having a good time and all, and I know you're probably not aware of it, but 
you're being a little bit loud. And I like that approach because you acknowledge that they might not be aware of the fact that they're being loud and you're glad they're having a good time. Right, but somehow I feel like that would have backfired. It almost, I don't know, what do you think would have happened? I feel like you tapping them on the shoulder and saying that as as nicely as you would have said it, I'm sure, would have resulted in them getting all pissed off about it because they truly didn't believe they were being loud and they'd have been annoyed that you interrupted them. That they would have gotten louder and been more obnoxious. That's an interesting assessment that I couldn't argue with. I could see that happening. Right. There's like a 50-50 chance that it would be get better or turn into like the world's worst nightmare of table guests. Yeah. I don't know how you'd even know, though, what the actual... You'd have to do it to find out. Yeah. And at that point, it's too late to go back. Exactly. So you almost have to be confident that the negative is not going to be the result but the positive is going to be the or result. just not give a shit that the negative might be the result that's also a thing you could do yeah that's pretty extreme though i don't know too many people who just wouldn't give a shit well like if it was a bigger restaurant then you wouldn't care if they got more obnoxious because at that point you just has to be moved yeah well and that was the point i made to the hostess was well, i eventually went to the hostess and mentioned it And I I told her this way. I said, look, I have a really awkward complaint. And she was like, oh, and I realized when I said that, that that could mean a lot of things. So I was like, whoops. I was like, see, it's only awkward because I'm not sure there's really anything you guys can do about this. And I don't want to say something. And she's like, what? And I said, well, you can hear those people, right? She goes, well, you're not the first person to complain. And I, she goes, they are very loud. So I'm going to turn it over to a manager and see what they can do. But we could move you if you'd like. And I said, I'd really prefer not to be moved. But if that's the manager's solution, he thinks that's the best course, I'm willing to go that way. Yeah. So I think all the way through, I've been totally fair. Would you agree? Yes. And that's why I did sit there and consider tapping them on the shoulder and saying, hey, you know, it's a little loud. And I thought... There's so many ways that can go wrong, like so many ways that can go wrong, that I opted not to do that. And there's people who say I should have. I don't understand. Okay, well, I really don't understand why the manager can't go and be like, we've had a few complaints about the loudness of your existence. Do you mind toning it down a little? See, I'm with you on that. If I had been the manager... What I would have done is I would have come and spoken to the customer to yeah. see what the one who was complaining. Not to infer the other one's not a customer, because they are. But I would talk to the one who was complaining, and I would find out what their issue was exactly. Like, specifically, what's the problem? Right. And in our case, it would have just essentially been that they're loud. Right. Okay? Um, there are specific reasons why they're loud, but essentially it's just that they're loud. And then I would have gone to them, and I would have said, hey... Just kind of similar to what Deborah was saying, but from a manager. So you're like, hey, I'm Mike. I'm the manager. I'm really glad you're having a good time here tonight. That's what we aim for. Like to entertain you and give you good food. You kind of, you know. And then be like, but unfortunately, 
Um, some of our guests have complained that you guys are just a little bit loud. So could you just maybe keep your voice down just a little bit? Or even if he's not allowed to say that, if he's actually correct about that, which I don't believe, he could just leave that part off. Because now he's let them know that they're too loud. Right. And come on, you'd have to be an extreme jerk to ignore somebody saying that to you. I think if there'd have been any more complaints, they might have asked them to leave. Like if another party would have complained. But you get what I'm saying? Like that yeah. would have been a very subtle way. Without ever asking them to be quiet, you're putting the onus on them. And only a real ass would continue after that. Right. And at that point, think about it. If they're that much of an ass that you tell them to their face that someone complained and you're nice enough not to ask them to be quiet, you basically are like, dude, all I'm doing is here to tell you that there's people complaining about how nice you are. Thanks. I'm glad you're having a good time. Bye. There have been times where we've gone to a restaurant and I've let out one of my, you know, world famous cackles Uh huh. and realized that I probably burst the eardrums of the person behind me. And I've turned around and I've apologized. Not, I'm not sure that they heard me because I deafened them first, but... <laughs> I hear you, though. But I get what you're it saying. happens. Once in a while, loud-ass people... I know I'm a loud-ass person. Calm yourselves. Let out... The loudest. Big, giant sounds. She does. Sweet. Door-slamming Jesus. Anyway. Let out big-ass sounds. It happens. Right. But the courteous thing to do is not do it 35 times in a row. And you apologize if you think that you've squealed in someone's ear. But I legitimately think I'm deaf on my left side after dinner. Yeah, I can totally see that you would be deaf after that experience. Because I had a headache. And I was sitting across from you, and they were directly behind you. So it had to be even louder for you. Because the two people that I told you kept turning to each other. Guys, this Chili's, the table was so short that I could have leaned back in the chair, reached my arm out, and I could have grabbed the other side of the table with my hands without any effort. I don't have to bend, nothing. Right. That's how close it is. It barely fits, like... Like, there's been times we've been at that Chili's where I'll get, like, the barbecue thing and you'll get, like, fajitas. There's not enough room And there's for not the enough plates. room for all the plates. I mean, right. the table's small, okay? They're across from each other and they're yelling across the table. That's bad enough. But then those booths, as everyone knows, are kind of cozy. I mean, you'd better like the person you're sitting next to when you go to those booths. That's why I used to hate it when, like, <laughs> I'd be new on a new contract somewhere. And they'd be like, oh, let's take you out to lunch. We're going to go to Chili's. Oh, God. Like, I don't know you people. And I'm going to be squeezed into a booth with you. And then I'd always hope for a table. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I digress. (laughs) I think... I don't even remember what I was saying anymore. I don't think you know either. You were talking about the two women sitting right next to each other. Oh, and they were... Yeah. And they're so tight and close. That's why the intimate thing was important. They're so tight and close, and yet they're yelling at each other at the top of their lungs that I can hear every word they're saying from across my table. Right. Who? Right. What's wrong with people? Like, do they think I want to hear their conversation? Like I told you, the old me, I'm going to tell you guys exactly what the old me would have done. <laughs> Say, like, five years ago. Mm-hmm. I would have went over there, 
And I would have kind of come up to the table and said, hi, I'm sitting right here over here. And um, you know what? I don't care that you broke up with your boyfriend because you caught him cheating on you. And I don't care that you did this on Saturday and Sunday and you didn't get to do this on Monday because people flaked on you and that you went to a barbecue and had raw chicken wings. I don't care about any of that. Oh, surprised that I know what you're saying? It's because you're so bleeping loud that I can hear every word you say. Oh, why don't you tell me it's normal to be that loud, huh? Oh, okay, great. Well, why don't you tell me what we were talking about? Oh, wait, you, you can't? You know why? Because we were carrying on just as vigorous a conversation as you? Only we were talking to each other and not the entire restaurant. That's what I would have done. And then I would have sat down. You know what's funny? And it would have created drama and it would have been bad. And that's why I don't do that anymore. You know what's funny? Okay, so what? I I had a nap earlier because, you know, I'm a plague bearer now. Yeah. And so I was dreaming. And I had a dream that I was telling you about the story that I told you about over dinner. Okay. Over dinner at Chili's. Yeah. I I had a dream that that happened this morning. Wow, that's weird. And then it happened. Well, and then we're sitting there at Chili's and I was like, now I have to tell him the story. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a good story. That's weird timing. I yeah. know. Save that story for another day, though. Right. It'll fit more in with other topics that we have. Oh, it gets a whole topic to itself. Now, hey, I just want to promote. Just want to promote the next couple episodes here. We're going to have the guy that hosts the show. The Bitter Truth. Abe! Abe Abdelhadi is going to be on. Whoop, whoop. And um, if you guys think I'm blunt, wait till you meet Abe. Abe is blunt. Okay? He is blunt. I was just on his show. It's, um, the title of the episode is, um, oh my God, I can't remember the title of the episode now. Alex Jones can still flush his toilet. What the fuck? Yeah, that's the name of the episode. Um, we start started off talking a little bit about Alex Jones and him being censored. And I legitimately have no idea who that is. Well, that's probably bad, but well, <laughs> but then again, it's probably good because comes from kind not, of, not he's being kind American. of an extremist. So it comes from not being American. Um, yeah, probably, probably. It's interesting, though, that we figured out, or that I kind of figured out, what I figured out about that group that we talked about. The selfish people versus the unselfish people. Yeah. The more I think about that, the more true it becomes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, every experience I have with the one group is just like... Oh, I know. Even when they do something good, it turns out bad. Or uncomfortable. Yeah, I hear you. And it's because you can count on people to do one thing and one thing only. Most people, yes. Think about themselves. Now, if that person continues to slam the door, what I didn't do at dinner will be happening. I will be going over there and being like, hello? I don't think it's that person. I the think door, it's that person. The door must not be slammed, please. I think it's them. Because they've lived here 
for a while and there's been no slamming. Because the problem with people when you let them do that is they get in the habit. What they're doing is they're walking out the door and they're flinging it behind them. Shaking our fly strip. Yeah, they're flinging it behind them. That's why. That has to stop. That cannot be allowed to continue. Well, it'll just start a war, that's all. Because I can slam kitchen cabinets real well. But on that note, (laughs) that rage-filled note, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed the show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.